from the city market. It is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags and a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. I was uh, fascinated with some of the social media trends that have come and gone. Um, remember the the ice bucket challenge? Mm-hmm. For ALS. Yeah, that was it. Was incredible. It was the most misunderstood challenge ever. Uh, the idea was you nominate somebody, and yes. either you donut to ALS or. Pour a bucket of ice Everybody water on your head. Everybody thought they're just supposed to pour ice water on their head. Yeah, they thought the challenge was to pour ice water on your head. No, the challenge was I challenge you to donate, and if you choose not to donate, you have to post a video of yourself pouring ice water on your head. And the idea was you just go ahead and donate, and then you nominate somebody else, and but you see very few things. Everybody. Everybody yeah. poured ice on their head. They donated water. and they poured ice water on their heads. <laughs> which was you know, the most moronic thing ever. But it made people laugh. And uh, anyway, so... The I was whole so idea against was, it at the time. Yeah. Just yeah. because here's why I hated it so bad. Because people used it just to fucking... Um, bully and intimidate other yeah, people yes. into pouring water on their heads. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it became exactly what it was not supposed to and it pissed me off. Uh, it's like, look, this is for ALS awareness. Nobody's even talking about ALS. No, everyone's talking about how goofy and weird I'm you look pouring ice on yourself. how stupid the world is. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's that's kind of typical. Yeah. Um, and then we had other other challenges, let's see. There was the Tide Pod Challenge. That's the famous one. <laughs> yeah. You know, eat a Tide Pod. You know, all you Tide Pod eating that, motherfuckers. That told me. That was the first straw in the, uh, the destruction of, uh, of the human race. Yep. You started eating Tide Pods because you saw it online. Well, now it's like NyQuil chicken. Yeah. People are cooking, cooking chicken, chicken and NyQuil and eating it. Uh, There's one where you put salt and ice on your hand and see how long you can handle it. And people are winding up with, with severe frostbite from it. Um, let's see. There was the piss your pants challenge. Remember that one? Yeah, I remember that one. Where you, the challenge was to video yourself pissing yourself. Uh, just, uh, just it was on and on and on. Uh, there's the one where you you drive along at like five miles an hour and you get out, you open your door and actually physically get out and dance alongside your car while it rolls and then get back. Yeah, in. yeah, that was the one Mayhem was making fun yeah, of. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. was it Allstate? Yeah. Hi, I'm Mayhem, yeah. and then that's where that guy runs into the back of the fucking garbage truck. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyhow, but, go ahead. Yeah, so much of these challenges are really dangerous, really bad for you. The one where you jumped out at five miles an hour. I love that one because people are fucking up so bad. And they're getting their, yeah, legs broken, <laughs> ankles rolled over, their cars were crashing. Like, oh yeah, I was for all of it. I'm like, yeah. car crash and burn, yeah. people in it die, and this, person that gets charged is, with murder and has two broken fucking legs. 
This is Darwinism. The stupid yes. and the weak yes. weeding themselves out. But, yes. But seriously, what what do you get in return for participating in all these challenges and, and whatever? What's what's the payoff for people to do it? Well, I'm I'm a guy that thinks that more fentanyl is good. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not a guy to ask on this. Yeah. That's another subject I wanted to bring up. Anyhow, uh, but, no, but go ahead with what you're really, saying before the, we get to track. Yeah, you know, the 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 tri- the trends, the pop culture trends, the whatever challenges or social media trends. None of it is designed to make your life any better. Or That's improve true. your life, or make you a better person, or to enhance things. None of nobody gives a shit about you as a person who is coming up with these challenges or trends. It's all I dare you to stick your hand in the hornet's nest kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's they, uh, like they got, jackass yeah. only in real life social yeah. media, and it, it really is daring you to hurt yourself. But they dress it up in the thing is, some if people weren't trend. stupid enough to do it, it would never happen. Yeah, yeah, and it's again, it's taking advantage of people with less mental capacity. They don't have the intelligence, maturity, or whatever to realize that they're being taken advantage of, and they're basically, it's basically a bully saying, "I dare you to hurt yourself." Yeah. Or I won't like you and you won't be popular anymore. That's what it is at its core. That's pretty sick. But it is, it just, it goes on and on and on. And it's a laugh line in so many TV shows. You know, oh, this so-and-so trend, he did the so-and-so trend. Ha, 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 ha. It's true. It's giving in to bullying. Yeah. It really is. But uh, my opinion anyway, but... I, I have no idea why uh, why people go along with these stupid trends, but I agree. Anyway, <laughs> and um, go ahead. You had some other it, stuff. It, isn't it funny how in every ad for pregnancy tests, the person in the ad always gets the result they want, <laughs> whether it's positive <laughs> or negative. No one ever looks at the pregnancy test result and goes. Oh no! <laughs> so it's amazing. These pregnancy test kits apparently punch me in the stomach. Give you punch the me in the stomach, you Billy. <laughs> no matter Why? Yeah. You want eighteen years of paying for little Junior? <laughs> Push me down the stairs. Give <laughs> me maybe some penny royalty. <laughs> penny royalty. Yeah. It's not just a Nirvana. You know what? No one listening probably even knows that either. Yeah. Because even people that are our age. Probably never heard Penny Royalty. It was off yeah. of In Utero, and you, In Utero was the album that uh, Kurt Cobain killed himself during that tour. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, mm. that was on In Utero, wasn't it? Penny Royal. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, that was. And that was that whole uh, album was fucked up because In Utero was talking about how he never wanted to be born, and Penny <laughs> Royalty, is. you know. Yeah. Is a, a natural abortive, whatever abortifacient, yeah. abortifacient. Or it's, it's, yeah. Anyway, it's, it, it causes a spontaneous abortion. The album was supposed to be called "I Hate Myself and I Just Want to Die," <laughs> but Lovely. the record company said no fucking way, Geffen. Yeah, Geffen said no fucking way. 
we're not going to let you do that. So they, he went with In Utero. But every song on it was about how he wanted to crawl back into the fucking into the womb yeah. and never be a part of this Undo life. Undo his life, yeah. Yeah, you know, was throw down your umbilical noose so I can climb right back and all these lyrics in it. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole album should have been called I Hate Myself and I Just Want to Die. Yeah. Like he wanted to call it. I would, um, I would love to have someone with the skills of the the fictional Dr. House from TV yeah, yeah look at yeah. Kurt Cobain's symptoms in his life and figure out what it was that was causing him those, all those intense stomach pains that was apparently half the reason he got into heroin was trying to quell those, those gut-wrenching pains. Uh, but yes. nobody ever could really diagnose what was wrong with his with his his gut. Uh, it could have been abdominal epilepsy. It could have been uh, acute intermittent porphyria. It could have been um, oh, what's another one? Um, there are no, a number of different things uh, that it could have been. The it could be Crohn's. Intestine, Crohn's, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't Crohn's. know if Crohn's was, was well known back in the early 90s or not, but... No, they were just starting to discover it. Yeah, so I it'd mean, be really uh, interesting yeah. to know. Um, it was something that apparently mystified whatever doctors he was going to, not necessarily the best minds, you know, but whoever he went to. And but, also, he had scoliosis really bad, too, mm. which was a curvature of the spine. I believe so. Which is very painful. Yeah. They said the guy had a lot of pain. I mean, physical pain and mental pain, too, obviously. Yeah, definitely. So, anyhow. Um, and it's so, uh, okay. Uh, we're talking about, uh, we went into music, of course, <laughs> yeah. no big surprise. Yeah. But, uh, okay, and then the whole Nirvana thing and all that, okay. So we were talking about test results yeah. and how people always get the ones they want. Yep, and then we went into Penny Royalty and yeah. on and on. Um, you know, it's when you apply for a job, your uh, potential employer will ask your you know, your previous employer about you. And, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I think it would only be fair that you should be able to interview three former employees of that company and see what they have to say That's about the company. That's funny you say that because I've said that for a long time. Yeah. I yeah. have said that for a long time, mm -hmm. that it needs to go two ways. Absolutely. And if you hear the same thing, yeah, they never get raises, they treat you like shit, then you're like, you know what, no thank you, I think I'll take my chances. I don't uh -huh. want to ruin my unemployment going on right now yeah. for you. Yep, I think yeah. that would be absolutely fair. Yeah, yeah. Just like, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I, I'm glad that a lot of companies don't do it because like I previous, uh, this last podcast where I was talking about Alcorn Restaurant Supply uh -huh. and my dirty little tricks and how I got fired on Bubbles and Bernie and all that. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they would have ever called Alcorn, I'd never got a job. Yeah. That, they would have said, that guy is the most fucked up, maniacal <laughs> piece of shit ever. That guy, he he. He'd he will stay up at night. Yeah, <laughs> he stayed up at night thinking of evil shit to do to us. He's not right. He's Satan. <laughs> boy, right in the head. Yeah, that boy's touched. He's touched. I swear. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, did you have some more? Or? I do. Okay. I want to talk about places that you should never have to pay to park. Uh, okay. Alrighty. Be my guest. First one: college. 
Yes. If you're paying tuition to go to that college, that should include books and parking. I got one right off the bat. Yeah. Abortion clinics. No, no. I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, books is one thing. I mean, the the cost of textbooks is stupid, and it's a it's a, just an insane money grab racket. Um, yeah, it is. To any more, what the students do is they rent the textbook for the for the semester, mm-hmm. and it's still like over a hundred bucks. And what it does is it gives you access to an online copy. That's fucked. And that's it. You know? So, um, so yeah, I think, I think if you're paying to go to college, they should give you a place to park. I agree 100%. And they shouldn't charge you for it. That'd be like going to work and they charge you. Well, some places do downtown. Yeah, really. Oh, so, yeah. So, here's the next one. A hospital. Yes. You shouldn't have to pay to park there, even if you're visiting. I agree. Yeah, that, that should not be a financial hardship for you to have to leave your car at a hospital or to go visit somebody at a hospital. I agree. I, th- I think they should not charge for parking. Um, any store you're going into, mm-hmm. even if you don't buy anything, they shouldn't make you have to validate a parking ticket or something. It's just them charging. I mean, if you're going to go in there and look around at their products, well, there they is should some at least give you free parking. Where I work out downtown... Genesis downtown. I mean, uh-huh. I could go to some other ones. I like the one downtown. I like the equipment and the amount of people that go there. It's manageable. Yeah. But um, the Constantino's downstairs, which is a grocery store, mm-hmm. they have to validate parking because they do not own that building. Yeah. They don't own the parking. The parking is for the condos and the businesses upstairs. Mm. And the same way with Genesis Health Club. They have to pay so much to have their people park there for free, so yeah. they do it with a validation ticket. Interesting. Yeah, so they give you a ticket, you have it validated when you go in Constantino's or when you go up to Genesis. But the rest of it, it, it isn't their building, so I understand that. Yeah. So if someone's catching a show downtown and they want to park there, they have to pay the full whatever it is. But yeah. me, I don't have to because I belong to that health club. Yeah. Or I'm going to the store. So, but I understand if they own it, then yeah, it should be free. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and the last one I had on my list was your, you shouldn't have to pay a park at your job. Yeah. Um, and the real, the only place where that came close to me, where uh, affecting me was uh, when I worked at the Rosedale uh, station or the post office. Mm-hmm. Which is down by the KU Med Center, so parking's a oh, premium yeah. down there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and at every post office, there's a sign um, in the lot that the employees park in that says, "By if you park here, you are agreeing to a search of your vehicle at any time for any reason." Oh wow! So you can't have anything in your vehicle when you go to work that you don't want your boss to know about because they they could look in your car anytime for any reason um now the union protested that saying that's you know you're forcing them into illegal search and seizure basically so the compromise they came up with was uh, the post office had to provide alternate parking nearby so at the Rosedale station, I requested alternate parking, and they said there isn't any, because there's just no parking around here anywhere. You know, every every bit of parking everywhere is is 
taken up. There's no like store where you could go park in front of the store for a day or whatever. There was just nothing there. And I said, well, contract says you got to provide me alternate parking. And they said, you, then you got to go buy a parking permit from KU Med Center or something. And, but, you know, of course they wouldn't sell me one because I wasn't a med student. But that was a situation where parking was so scarce that I had to accept I get, parking yeah. in this lot and they could just bust open my car at any time to search it. Okay. I get that. We yeah. know the area. We know the dynamics of it. Yeah. Um, it's a very congested area between the restaurant areas, the hospital, mm-hmm. and all the businesses that they have going and all on the there. housing. All the housing. Yeah. They have no choice. The condos, all that. Yeah. There is just no way around it. So and I get it. And KU, I mean, every every time the lease would come up for that building, KU tried to get in and, and buy the land from the property owner. And they were just going to tear down the whole building we were in and pave it and make more parking. Mm-hmm. Because parking's that important. Yeah. And the Rosedale Station is still there. The parking's <laughs> very important because my mom goes to KU Med yeah. and, uh And I know that you've had family members that went there. Yeah. And you, there's a lot of times where there's absolutely no parking. Yeah. They have, really a, they have a, a, a sign, a lit up sign. That tells you how many parking spaces, and I've yeah. been to all of them around there, and they're all on zero at yep. capacity. And I've talked to a number of students when I delivered out of that station. They said uh, I live closer to campus than my parking spot is. You know, I'm you know first year here, so I get the worst parking spot the farthest out. She said it's closer for me to walk there from my apartment. Then to drive to my spot, which is several miles farther away. And she said, so I, I have to pay for it to stay on the list or I'll ne- I won't upgrade next year. But I never use it because wow. it, you know, it's so far out of my way. But she see, actually lives closer. Yeah. See, KU yeah. Med Center could provide uh, mass transit for students. But that would making, be one thing, yeah. But they're making way too much money on this parking concession. So as long as that's more lucrative, yeah, you're not going to see mass transit. No, you're right. There. It's never going to work. Yeah, yeah. it's never going to go like that. So you got more. Of yeah. Room. Did you? Uh, uh, I, I came across a statistic. This is like a five-year-old statistic prior to COVID. So it's in 2017. The number of Americans that were bankrupted by medical bills in 2017. 643,000. The number of uh, people bankrupted by medical bills in Britain in 2017? Zero. In France? Zero. Okay. Japan? Zero. Germany? Canada? Zero. Zero. Now, of course, they're paying for it in another way. Yes. They've got what we would call socialized medicine, but they also have medicine that isn't run for profit. That's and I think right that there. makes the big difference. Now, you know... That's the big deal about the Canadian prescriptions. Yeah. And, you know, you could, you could say, well, I don't trust, you know, the government to run health care and medicine. 
but you trust them with the nuclear arsenal and with the Air Force and the Army and the National Guard. You're trusting them with the Department of Transportation. Here's so what it, why not trust them with health Here's healthcare? what's really, if they really were telling the truth, here's what it is. Okay, not only the people making all this money off of it, but the people mm -hmm. that know there's a pecking order if there's money involved. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, they, I don't they want know the guy over there that has no money to get ahead of me on this transport list. Yeah, you know, um, no, that yeah, they don't want it. They'll pay the money to make sure that they get ahead of anyone else. Yeah, that that kind of answers the question that I had: is why are people so anxious to defend a healthcare system that is bankrupting? And why are they so eager to say, oh, nothing else could possibly be better. No, let's not do anything. Let's just keep this. If the truth be known, what they're really saying is, is I want to stay ahead of everyone else because I have a little bit more change in my pocket. Yeah, I think that's, that's it. That's what it is right there. And plus, plus people realize if we do go to a socialized healthcare system where everyone pays via income tax or some other kind of tax and... All medical services are free. There is still going to be bribery and corruption where people are with extra money are going to get services ahead of exactly. Else. There's always going to be those doctors that run yeah. the sideshow. Yeah, I mean it's yep. happening now, yeah. but it will happen also in socialized. Exactly. Medicine. Hey, look at the kayakers. Yeah. So oh, oh, the oh yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, oh wow! That, yeah, that's pretty cool. There's seven of them. I well, love that one guy behind there, man. He's struggling a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I don't think he's quite going straight there either. He's kind of going in side to side. He, he might have had a couple of pops. <laughs> yeah, that's he something I always thought couple. would be fun would be to paddle down the, the Missouri or the Mississippi because there are stretches of it that really aren't all that dangerous. Oh no, no, no! There's some of them that really don't have an undertow. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of kayakers. I have friends that are in a kayaking club. Yeah. And they go kayaking a lot. And they go at the point, which is the Caw River, the Kansas River, the Missouri River, where they meet up. Uh -huh. They go there all the time. Evidently, there's not much current there. Yeah. So. I remember reading a, an article in the Conservation Magazine about, uh, uh, I think, a couple of guys in kayaks or canoes that paddled down the Missouri from uh, Kansas City to St. Louis and each night they would camp on an island in the middle of the river. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Except for flash floods. Yeah. Way upstream. <laughs> yeah, I think there was one time where, you know, the weather looked iffy so they they went to the to the bank and and uh, made camp up there but but uh, got back on the river the next day. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I've heard it takes about 90 days for a drop. If you put a drop of water in the river right where it starts being the Mississippi, it takes 90 days for it to make it all the way to the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, really? Yeah, three months. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, just a very slow, gentle downhill roll. Wow. <laughs> um, so what else do I have here? Um, we talked about Mexico City. Yep. Um, we talked a little bit about my trip. That sounds good. I took a trip. Yeah. Uh, went to Gulf Shores, Alabama, ultimately. Um, but, uh, we, we stopped in Memphis. 
the first night. Um, stayed there three nights, actually. Um, uh, speaking of parking, when we got there to the hotel, it was downtown. They only had spots for about 50 people to park, but their hotel held way more than that. So if you didn't get there soon enough to get one of their spots, you had to park across the street in this church parking lot, which was free, but no security. Oh. So. And Memphis is pretty rough. Yes, right downtown there, they, they said, yeah, people have been getting catalytic converters stolen left and right. So we managed to uh, um, get ours into the, uh, the underground parking. Oh, good. So that was that was nice, but uh, and uh, it was. Did you uh, stay near uh, Beale Street, or? Yeah, we were on kind of a main drag. Uh-huh. Um, we come out front of our hotel, and we could get on the uh, the, the streetcar. There's uh, there's three that they call streetcars. Um, this was the only one that actually runs on rails. I, I know which one you're... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm familiar with Memphis. I've been there a few times. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So we hop on at a hotel and we go down and uh, we pass by Beale Street. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the woman who was running the streetcar and telling us about all the sides, she was she was awesome. She, she was so much fun. Um, and she... Pointed out a lot of things. She was telling, you know, if you want the tour of like Sun Records Studio, this is the corner where you need to be, like eleven o'clock tomorrow morning, and tell them you want to go to Sun Records Studio, and they'll take care of you. Very cool. Your stuff like that, and but what really struck me, and what you know, I wasn't prepared for, was you get to a spot, and there's there's like an open space between you know the road building 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 then there's an open spot and you can look straight down about a block or so and there's a hotel the hotel where dr king was standing when he was assassinated wow and the giant wreath hanging right on the balcony so as this street guard is pulling you by you know she doesn't slow down or anything because you know she's going but she says, you know, and right down there, see that giant wreath? That's where Dr. King was assassinated. It was like, oh my God, I'm right here, you know, within, you know, yeah. I don't know how many few yards. It was right there. I've seen the picture. You know, I remember the day from my childhood. I was in second grade and they sent us home from school without telling us exactly why. But my gosh, that was that was gut wrenching to actually look at that spot and think that's where he was yeah. when he was killed. Yeah, I and remember like, seeing that too and yeah. going, "Wow!" And there was it, like two really or three kind of other overwhelming when you go by there. Yeah, yeah, yeah the picture yeah. of you know the the men who were with him or, or pointing off in a direction where they thought the shots were coming from. And, and then there's Jesse Jackson crying like a baby. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Brian here's a joy because he's the next in line. Allegedly. That guy's motivation is is always been questionable. Uh, yeah. But it was it was we you know, we went by it two more times and each mm-hmm. time it was like it just took my breath away. It really did. And there there's there's like banners and big signs and there's like a, there's a lot there about the Civil Rights Museum, I mm-hmm. think, and, and displays and things but that was something else to look at that hotel just sitting right there and you know as the song the U2 song says early morning April 4 
shot rings out in the Memphis sky. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, April 4th. I remember it was a nice spring day here in KC, and, and uh, I was seven years old. Not quite seven wow. years old. Um, yeah. That was, see, it was I so barely, amazing to think it was right there. I barely remember Nixon resigning. Oh. Uh, I wasn't around for Dr. King or Kennedy. Yeah. And those would have been very prolific uh, moments in time. Yeah. Yeah, when, when when Dr. King was assassinated, it was like, huh? What? That happens to people? And then, you yeah. know, just months later, RFK, Bobby Kennedy, was assassinated. Yeah. And that I remember kind of clearly thinking, oh my gosh, people are being shot, you know? And, and, and then I learned about JFK. Yeah, the old mobster. Yeah, and then... Uh, Alabama's governor George Wallace got shot. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't, but he wasn't he killed. Wasn't, he wasn't killed. No, he was, he was uh, a paraplegic. Yes. Um, he was running for president, wasn't he? He was. was shot. Yeah. He was. That would have been '68. Yeah. The primaries of '68. He was a very, very no. He was a racist. Oh my gosh! Really yes. bad. I cannot believe some of the shit. That he said, uh, and he actually garnered quite a bit of support. And yeah, like, he was getting open support. What kind of fucking world was this? KKK and, yeah. and all the white supremacists, and and you know, back then, it was still just barely out of the Jim Crow stages in a yeah, lot of the country. Yeah, I, I guess it so. really was. It's so hard to believe mm-hmm. today's day and age, and how much. Uh, progress has been made when you look back and you yeah. go, that really wasn't all that long ago. Yeah, I mean, ni- 1968, um, uh, uh, a couple, like a, like a teenager in their 20s couple of a black man and a white girl, they would get harassed pretty much anywhere in the country, mm-hmm. to some degree. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was still just really tough for people to get used to and see. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags in microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. And now, a brand new feature. Strange insults from an alien. May your mother come to talk to you, but then leave your door slightly ajar, so that you may have to get up and close it. Hmm. Yeah, wow. And that 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 came to mind the other day. I watched a movie called Overlord. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's basically the the movie is is like episode two of Band of Brothers, uh-huh. mixed with the video game Castle Wolfenstein, where oh, wow. you're fighting zombie demons and things like that. It's yeah, you know, but what struck me about the movie is the uh, the hero and main character was uh, a black soldier, mm-hmm. and who also had a black sergeant, uh-huh. and everybody else in the unit was white. It's like uh, no. The United States military was not integrated until two years after World War II in 1947. Not very believable if you know history. Yeah. yeah. So there were all black units with white officers. Yes. And there were all Asian units with white officers. 
Um, but no, there were no mixed race units no, in no. World War II, so that was pretty unrealistic. And I thought, well, they, you know, they they wanted to have a more diverse cast, etc. But they run close to whitewashing mm-hmm. when when they aren't honest about the fact that even in 1945 the black soldiers that volunteered or were drafted or whatever, they weren't considered good enough or trustworthy enough to be given rifles and weapons. They were they were mostly driving trucks, yes. being mechanics, uh, operating cranes. Wow. It's like white guys are saying, come over here and help us you know, feat, defeat the Nazis, but well, we don't trust you with weapons still much. <laughs> And, you know, that's a truth that should be known. That's not critical race theory. That's just truth. No, no, no. And it's just and, like Muhammad Ali. You yeah. Know, they're like, you know, telling him, you know, that you're not really, you know, up to par with the whites or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then they're like, oh, by the way, we're going to send you over to Vietnam. Yeah, so you can like, fight what? and die for Wait American interests. Wait a minute. Interests. Fuck you guys. For American business interests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've been like, fuck you also. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know what? I, my religion won't let me, so fuck every one of you. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh, anyhow, so that was in Memphis. Memphis. Okay. And, uh, um, and we saw in Beale the name Street. Of love. Yes. Yeah. Great um, song. Let's see. Uh, then we took a day trip to Nashville. Love Nashville, um, one of my favorite cities ever. Oh, I want to go back because we didn't see a whole lot of it. Mostly, we went there to go to the Gibson Garage. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, the American-made Gibsons are made in Nashville and Memphis. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And source the, the Gibson Garage is there in uh, in Nashville. And have you ever been to the dry cleaner where you see like the the moving chain of clothes going around and yeah. around, hanging on there? Yep. They have one of those, but it's guitars. <laughs> They're all guitars. You might describe the beautiful, uh, the beautiful guitar right in front of us. Oh that yeah, you, uh, see, uh, to buy. I, uh, his wonderful wife told him that he needed to come home with one of them. And, yep, yep. She, and uh, she is awesome. Cindy is the best. Awesome. Absolutely, she said, uh, "We're here. You need to buy a guitar." One of the best so, humans ever. I, I bought. Uh, you'll have to look. At, you'll have to Google this and look it up. It's a DC Pro. And the color scheme is Wild Ivy. Well, give it a little strum here. Let's see. I'll turn my amplifier on. And I think I have my volumes down. Oh, yeah. Love the pickups on this thing. Oh, yeah. Don't that give you a boner? Got the reverb up. Anyway, so I'm not holding it, so I can't really play anything. But uh, it's on the stand. It's 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 gorgeous. I I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. It, it fits my it hand is. really well. Now there's another guitar that is I, that a tuner you have on the uh, yeah I've got a little of, clip on tuner on the top yeah so but I I went up to there were, there were a couple now of different guitars. Now why did guitars. you bring the guitar with us out here on this island? Uh, Were well, you just gonna do a little like strumming or whatever? Or? Yeah, yeah. I kind of like to have music with me at all times. And <laughs> I, in fact, you know, I took a guitar with me on the trip, uh, and uh, and then I wound up buying one. So uh, I, I might as well love left the little power the source you have with your amp. That's yeah, cool. it's the same thing we got our, our uh, laptop hooked into. 
to cannabis, and then I've got... Oh, is that... That's just a bigger one of the... I see. Yeah, it's a battery pack. Nice. And then, uh, you know, it's just a little small combo speaker. I thought you just brought the amp battery, battery for shits and giggles, but I yeah. guess not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, cool. yeah, I thought I'd yeah. play a little later and you know, see if I can entertain some wildlife. Yeah, very cool. You never know, he might strum us out of this whole damn fucking mess here. Yeah. Yeah, when we're getting ready to abort this operation. See if I can make it sound like a banjo song. playing yeah, a little yeah. deliverance. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah. anyway, so... Yeah, I've been watching the car if I want to make sure it don't hit your guitar amp. Yeah, those things get jumping. Yeah, if I crank yeah. up the distortion, maybe I can get some... Uh, the car to do some head banging. Yes. <laughs> Cart banging. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, so Nashville. So, yeah, so um, there was, uh, they actually went wanting to try out some, some different guitars, and they didn't uh, they didn't have a couple of them that I was wanting to look at, but uh, I tried out another one. It was uh, um, an SG Special. It's a Gibson SG Special. Oh, I love SGs. And it's the, it was the 1963 replica with uh, what we call the lightning bar bridge. Mm-hmm. So it's the stop tail and the bridge are all rolled into one, and it's a wraparound. And it has P90 pickups, and mm. I played that, and oh my gosh, that sounded and felt so gorgeous and beautiful and wonderful. It was this, this, this crazy, what they call TV yellow or something similar, where it's kind of a half-faded half yellow. Mm-hmm. And... In pictures, it's like, eh. But when you see it in person, it's like, oh, this is nice. Um, and, oh, man, I really like that guitar, but it was $3,500. Ah, mm. uh, just could not, just could not bring myself to pay anything like that. So, but it, interesting enough, when I got home and I checked the Gibson garage again, it was already gone. Somebody else had bought it. I bet, <laughs> so, yeah. So it made somebody else's day. But uh, cool. but this guitar, you know, I picked it up and started playing it. Um, all the amps they have are Mesa. There are Mesa Boogie because that's yeah. Gibson owns them too. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't really get the one I was playing through to sound the way I wanted, but uh, uh, this one sounded really, really, really nice. And then when I started playing it through a little uh, headphone amp, I was like, oh yeah, this is the right one. <laughs> Very cool. But. Uh, so Nashville was a lot of fun, but you know the Gibson Garage was about all we were able to see. Um, interesting on the trip, really did not see homeless people. There was one spot in, in Nashville, Nashville it, all over. Uh, huh. Just really didn't see in Nashville. There was just Memphis one spot where I saw it under a bridge. Under it, yeah. um, there was one spot on the way home where we saw somebody who was sleeping against the wall of the underpass, but. As a whole, I see way more homeless in Kansas City than I did it on anywhere on that trip. I've been to Nashville several times. I spent a lot of time there. One time I was there for three weeks working and, and been on there on different trips, you know, joy trips and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm very familiar with it. And Nashville does not have a huge homeless population from what I can tell. Yeah. I, I don't know why. And you know, it used to be you'd think, well, it all—it's all about the climate, the weather. But no, it isn't. That's—I think it's Denver has the biggest population of them, and it's a cold city. Yeah, and I, I think it is. Where are the places where you're more likely to get a handout? And the word no, passes well, around. Well, is uh, is uh, um, Seattle. Yeah. And they go there to Seattle purposely on the west coast because that mayor up there, that nimwit, fucking just gives them whatever. 
Just yeah, like, and I, yeah. I think that's a large degree, or, or they know that it, you know some area is less affluent. People don't have as much money to give, so yeah, it's like go. Eh. it's kind of yeah. like trick or treating in Overland Park around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like you you don't go to the east side of Kansas City and trick or treat. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of lights out or people just going, "I ain't got nothing, yeah. get the fuck out of here." Yeah. yeah, and if you find yourself in this city and you're homeless, then you know you better hit the missions because you know there's nothing. It's like the desert. Just get out. Just move on. If you're in the Kansas City proper, like the core, you go to Brookside, maybe Kansas City North, but you don't really go that much anywhere else. Maybe a little bit in the south side, Ward Parkway area, something like that. Yeah. Maybe around here where Christopher lives, maybe where I live for a little bit further to the south, but you don't go anywhere else. And if you want to go on the Kansas Corridor, which is most preferred, go like Overland Park or Leewood, and you're going to get the best candy. You're going to get the candy bars and all that stuff. Yeah, not just the fun yeah. size. Sometimes you get the full size. And now, a brand new feature. Strange insults from an alien. May you always step in a wet spot after putting on fresh socks. Yeah, sometimes you get the full size. Yeah, it just depends. Yeah. So, But, anyhow, um, it's the same way with homeless people. They want the full-size fucking Snickers. Yeah. So they go to the full-size. <laughs> yeah, I think climate is, is secondary to can you get money, you know, stuff. Climate is secondary because yeah. they can also get shelter with everything else, too. Yeah, true. Um, I noticed on this whole trip such friendly people. I mean, especially Gulf Shores itself. Gulf Shores? Yeah, I've heard that. I've never actually been there. I've been to Pensacola and really mm -hmm. close. But I always hear that about they're like more southern down home people there, mm -hmm. not Floridians. Yeah. Even though it is Alabama, it's right next to the Panhandle. You know. Right, so. right. It's, there's like one small part of Alabama that that has a coast, and it's the part surrounding Mobile Bay. Yes. And because uh, it's it's on the other Did side. Did you go into Mobile any or not? Uh, no, no. Okay. We uh, we stayed in uh, Orange Beach, and Gulf Shores. Um, pretty much the whole time um awesome awesome seafood uh, is, we went to a place called docks seafood shack d-o-c apostrophe s oh, actually they're famous yeah you can see them online the yeah. sign says uh the best fried shrimp in the entire civilized world i think they have every right to claim that that was such good shrimp oh so delicious and uh we we had the, like these fish fillets and and uh, an appetizer of crab claws, which is which was just so delicious. It was amazing. Um, and uh, we had some leftovers, and the next day we heated them up in the oven in the condo we were staying. It was just as good the next day. That's, oh, wow. that's difficult to say for seafoods. Everything's really cool. so, yeah, really so fresh. Good. It was really good. And uh, the fish we got was, you know, the catch of the day. You know, it was just whatever the market was. They go to the... Was it lionfish? No, I, no. <laughs> it was uh, uh, striped sea bass. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that's really a very res respectable fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we got to the coast for a while. Got our got a little bit of sunburn. Um, Good. The water was actually a little cooler than I thought it would be, uh, but it was you know it was very refreshing. You could stand in it without shivering. It was no problem. I took my sure. shoes and socks off. And, it was fun seeing a dolphin, you know, jump swimming offshore. Isn't that neat? 
Yeah. And they look right at you when they do it, too. And, they look in your eyes. And really people cool. were pointing at it because, like, you know, we first we'd see a fin. It was like, whoa, is that a shark? And then it kept, you know, arching up the way dolphins do. And uh, I, I tried to get some interesting shells, and it, it seemed like the ones that I wanted were just at the edge of the deeper part of the water where I'd have to stick my arm in up to, up to like, the shoulder to get it. Uh-huh. And that's when a wave wasn't coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, that's the thing about sitting out on the ocean is yeah. you're constantly battling the ocean. Yeah, yeah. And I, I learned that, you know, when the wave sucks back out, it, it erodes the sand around your feet. And your feet sink down in. The next wave comes, and you're <laughs> off balance because your feet are stuck. So you got to keep your feet moving. Those who drive should bring me in. Go, come on in, guy. And water's warm. Yeah. But you know, I we, love the ocean. We oh. watched uh, the ocean. Or we watched the people. There was a guy out snorkeling and picking up shells. Uh, okay. There were some kids playing. It was fun to watch the gulls too. If every time somebody picked up, like they stood up and they grabbed their towel and shook it. The gulls would immediately flock right to that area because they they were gonna scavenge for anything left behind. Oh, people! Yeah, people do not like the seagulls. Yeah, they consider them scavengers, and they'll just like flock. Rats with wings. Yeah, rats with wings. Yeah, yeah. and the anytime kids, you know, kids pick up things and start throwing them, and anytime the gulls would see someone doing that throwing motion. They'd swarm over and they'd, they'd just hover slightly downwind, you know. Food, food, food. It was fun, it was fun to watch the gulls <laughs> trying to eat. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, look at the barge going by. Oh, cool. What's he doing? Is he tre- is he trenching the river? I think it's what they call it. I think when they do that, they've got a machine that's digging and then they dump on the barge. This This looks like it's just... Pushing, pushing goods down river. That's all it is? Oh, yeah. Okay. We saw some pushing uh, up river um, on the second day traveling back from... Uh, That's uh, got to be rough. Yeah. yeah. I, actually, I think it was the first day. The first day on the return trip was... Uh, was this the Mississippi or... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We went Gulf Shores to uh, Little Rock. Okay. Yeah. And we crossed the Mississippi. How do you like Little Rock? I like Little Rock pretty nice. Um, we didn't see a lot of it. Was we, as we were driving in, the sun was going down and severe thunderstorms were firing. Oh, yeah. yeah so that was exciting. That. Yeah. Um, we got into the hotel, and it turned out to be the wrong hotel. So <laughs> we had to drive about four <laughs> miles down the road a little farther. It's like, oh, this is the hotel. It's like, okay. Because we called, you know, we'd stopped on the way and, and made a reservation, and then I just put the wrong one in my GPS. That was like so. in Florida... We had to book one on the fly because a big snowstorm was coming through Kansas City. So we got delayed for a couple of days. So I had to book one that night, right? And I had like an hour to do it, you know, because they're all selling out. Because all the Midwest is getting this bad weather. Mm -hmm. So I had to book one online from the airport. And... I went to the we went to the wrong hotel and got dropped off at the wrong hotel. But the same guy owned the hotel down the road, a mile down the road, and they had someone come down there and get us. Oh, because it was virtually impossible in Fort Lauderdale to find an Uber. Yeah, because it was New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, Yeah. and and there's big snowstorm. And they're like, well, you can stay at the airport if we can fit you in a flight. We will. You know, there's a couple more going out overnight. We can get you to St. Louis for sure. No, no, thank you. We'll stay here. 
<laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, anyhow, I, I, um, anyhow, it was we went to the wrong one too, yeah. but it was the same owner. It was so we were so fortunate. Yeah. And they go, oh, oh, yeah, this like royal palace, and the other one was like royal timber or something. Mm -hmm. And we said royal timber. The lady goes, she goes, no, no, there's nothing here. She goes. Um, are you sure it's Royal Palace? I go, it's Royal something. Royal Timber? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the same owner. Hang on. Let me look. And then, then she calls down there and is like, yeah, yeah, you're down there. Yeah. So, anyhow, but go ahead. Um, so, yeah, it was an interesting drive into, into Little Rock. Um, it's always scary when you come into a new new city on an interstate and everything, you're, you're driving fast and you're trying to make all these turns and it's dark and you can't mm -hmm. see, but... Uh, it was kind of exciting to watch the lightning flow, and we really didn't get much in the way of sprinkles, you know. So we could still see. We got to the to the hotel, excuse me, the hotel, and got in and got settled in, and uh, I fell asleep pretty quickly. But there were lots of thunderstorms overnight. <clears throat> I slept right through them. I was so tired, apparently. Um, but woke up to a cloudy rainy day and, and drove out of that into uh, sunshine by the time we got home to KC. Oh, nice. Uh, beautiful, beautiful drive from Little Rock up and right up until the point you get on to um, the old 71. Oh, okay. So um, did you go through like Eureka Springs Owl area or? No, we, we took went interstate. To the south of there, we you? took the interstate. It was 40? 40. Interstate yeah. Interstate 40. And then uh, where it hooked up with 49, and then at a certain point... Oh, that's right. They got 49 way to the south now. They're yeah. Still, yeah, okay. And then at a certain point, it was... it was, it, It's like the old 71 highway that they upgraded to yes. 40. But at that point, it started getting kind of boring again. But part before that, there yeah. were some gorgeous views uh, in Arkansas. I was really enjoying that. Excuse me. Yeah, there's a lot of beautiful land down there. Mm. I enjoy Arkansas a lot. Yeah. But you know, the weirdest thing is my GPS was declaring um, revolution or something. It was it was it was rising up against the humans, I guess. <laughs> um, on the on the trip down, get off my lawn. Yeah, on the trip down, we just let it program the most direct route, and good lord, it was having us turn off onto a different little two lane road every thirty minutes. And it was just, it was exhausting keeping up with all these changes. I wonder why it was doing that. There really aren't any interstates to go from Kansas City through Memphis down into yeah, that's right. yeah. Gulf Shores, Orange Beach area. But on the way home, you know, we, we got to Little Rock. Uh, we got to Interstate, what was it, 503 or 530? It's 530, I think. Um... And we got into Little Rock, and then they said, okay, tomorrow, for the trip home, we're just going to interstate the whole way. Mm -hmm. Go 40 to 49, and that's it. So I programmed that in. And we started out, and it kept trying to turn us off the interstate onto the side road to get us to go through onto 65 and go through Springfield. And it's like, no. I chose the other route, so I, I expanded it again, and it showed all these, and I chose the highway route, the interstate route again, and it said, okay, you know, now continue this way, 
after about another 20 miles, it tried to turn us off the interstate and back onto a two-lane road, backtrack us to Springfield, and then come up through that Why way. Why the fuck was that? I have no idea. I kept telling it over and over, no, no, we want to go the interstate. And it kept trying to push us off on this other route. Huh. And the only thing I can think of, the other route was more fuel-efficient because of the lower speed limits, but it was going to take about 10 minutes longer. Yeah. Huh. And, you know, if you've ever driven through Springfield, it's stoplight after stoplight. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't and want to. And you can't to, go yeah. out around I've driven it. through Springfield yeah. many times. Oh, it's And it's monotonous, it's, especially oh. coming up 13 or 65, either one. Yeah, it's yeah. it's brutal. And then also so, before that, you go to the Branson traffic and that yeah. whole thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, thank you. I, 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 even, I even canceled out the route, started over, uh-huh. and you know there are options for selecting the route. It never gives you the option to avoid two-lane or to stay on interstates. It gives you the option to avoid highways you would think and avoid would. tollways, but it doesn't give you the option to specifically go interstate. Hmm. So that's that's... It's not offering all the options the consumer would want. Yeah. So they've chosen to leave those options out. And for some reason, the logarithms or the programming or whatever in the GPS was choosing to try to get me to get off the interstate where I was going 70 and 75 and onto these other roads where I was going anywhere from 50 to 60. Robert Ann. So, anyway, so at a certain point, I looked at the route and said, okay... All we have to do is stay on 40, do we have 49, and then stay on 49. So I just turned the GPS off. I would have too. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Now, now this is the Google Maps version of GPS. So it's not a true GPS. It uses cell phone towers and it uses Google. GPS is supposed to be like, you can either put it in the quickest or the the most fuel efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I have an actual Garmin GPS. Uh Uh-huh. That uses that one actually uses the satellites. Your cell phone just uses cell towers. Uh, no, um, no, the, G- I don't know the actual GPS I've uses got like the, two of them. Yeah. yeah, and this one uses and and that one is pretty good. That one you can tell stay on highways, um, you can make it change routes, you can do all sorts of fun stuff with it. So that one's mm-hmm. that's the one I'm going to trust anymore. But the uh, the cell phone GPS, if you lose your cell phone signal, you no longer have GPS. Yeah, and that's one of the problems with cell phones is yeah. because of that. Microphone.net, your one stop for everything. Don't you want to write us? 
You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button. When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. All right, we are really close to Halloween. We're about a week away. Yeah. Okay, so there are top uh, 22, 2022 top Halloween uh, costumes from Pinterest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pinterest usually has some interesting things. Yeah, they do, and they do here. The number one is Stranger Things. The uh, oh, popular, the TV show. Yeah, yeah, Netflix series. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And uh, that's pretty interesting. There's a lot of different characters you can go on there, but I guess anything from uh, Stranger Things would be the number one. Yeah. Number two would be Elvis and Priscilla Presley from the Elvis movie. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I know. Why I that... forgot to. I had to look that up. I'm like, yeah. I, I actually Googled it. I was why like, is why Elvis... in the world? <laughs> yeah. The Elvis movie. Okay. Okay. Patrick Bateman. From the movie American Psycho. Huh. <coughs> Which was. I remember that was Christian Bale. Yes. So this is Patrick Bateman playing American Psycho. Okay. Yeah, which I don't know that much about, but I just put it down because it's number yeah. three from the. Amer <coughs> American Psycho was basically. Uh, um, Die yuppie scum kind of movie. Yes, it's 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 showing. It the was whole... different than the original Psycho by a far. You know? Oh yeah, this this is this is like the eighties, uh, uh, cocaine fueled, yeah. uh, economy raping kind of financial. Yes, cutthroat. Yeah, kind shit of, was going kind on. Kind of like they're getting back at the yucky yuppie scum uh -huh. that destroyed. The, yeah, and this is and this is. Uh, uh, a very, a very disturbed young man. <laughs> yes. So I would think that Jason uh, Patrick Bateman is probably playing the same role, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. So whatever. Number four, Top Gun. The jumpsuit is the costume. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the be an easy costume to do too. Sure. Yeah. You just get the color right. Yeah. Yeah, it's to put on some and random people, decorations. People, you know, if you have any questions, what are you, Top Gun? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, whatever. But kids will tell you. Yeah. You know, I'm Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm okay. the Doppler effect. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dahmer's not one. I don't know. No. Why. <laughs> Anna Delvey. The Netflix series about her cutting and elite. Cunning the elite to have a lavish lifestyle. Anna Delvey. Mm. Totally, totally not getting that one. No, me neither. Some of these I didn't get. Number eight I love. Harley Quinn. Oh, okay. From Just, the... Yeah, Batman. Yeah. Just because some women think it's funny to give men boners. That's my take on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that takes the place of, you know, naughty nurse, naughty yeah, 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 and this, it, naughty and that. It, yeah, it's just like, just be Harley Quinn and yeah. you got all that. You can be, and you can also, you can be a villain. Yeah. Yeah, you can be sexy as shit. Yeah, you, you can be, be sexy without being the plaything or the yeah, disposable like, yeah, toy. You yeah. can be sexy and the ass kicker. Yes. So, 
Um, let's see, number uh, number eight. Number seven was Harley Quinn. Number eight, Avril Lavigne, the plaid skirt with the bobby socks and the tight black tee. Oh, I remember that look yeah. she had. Yeah. Now, why they brought her back, I don't know. No. I don't know. Is it because of the big thing about her not being her or whatever? Maybe so, because I saw a show the other day about, you know, was the Avril Lavigne replaced? And <laughs> yeah, I know. That kind of stuff, uh, so. I'm sorry, the Paul McCartney one is more believable. Yeah. And still, I think a facial recognition software really can do you what they say they it does, do it. Yeah. then they would be able to do it on those old They'd photographs like, and everything. That is definitely not him, or yeah. that is definitely him. Yeah, so the reason that we haven't had some revelation saying, it's definitely a fake, is because they've done it, and it's And they're like, it's we're not even it. releasing it. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, yeah. So the only thing I can think of is maybe that. Number nine, Danny from Hocus Pocus. Okay, I think they're redoing Hocus Pocus, aren't they? Yes. So that would be that would bring that character back. Yep. Yeah. Number n- number ten, Maddie and Cassie from Euphoria. Uh, I've never seen Euphoria, so I'm kind of missing out yeah, on that I, reference. I, I mean, I went in and went with this because we did know some of them were like ooze and oz, but a lot of these I I, I yeah. thought maybe you might know something about. But okay. And then number 11 is Lord of the Rings, all the characters. Oh, yeah. You know, that's so funny because I was just thinking on Big Bang Theory, they made a big deal of Halloween costumes every year. Um, and someone was always being a hobbit or a wizard or, or something. And uh, they A lot of times Sheldon would pick a costume that no one could understand. And, yeah, and... Um, yeah. It's interesting, the the uh, Big Bang Theory was it popped up in a news story just the other day for me. Um, on the pilot episode, it starts with a scene that Sheldon and Leonard are at the sperm bank filling out forms to donate sperm. And they eventually talk each other out of it and leave. But since the show has gone into syndication and showing reruns, they've cut that scene out completely. Really? And we'll never show it. If you go to, like, the HBO streaming service, it's that scene there. is still in there. But that that sperm bank donation scene has been cut out of every rerun that's been broadcast that's on TV. Nuts. Yeah. Why? All of a sudden, they say... Um, Let's see, the creator said that, well, on, on looking back, it doesn't really fit in with Sheldon's, you know, character and personality, etc. I think That's they just... That's the beauty of it. Yeah, I think they just didn't want to put people off by having them imagine those two guys jerking off into a plastic cup. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get that. But, I get that. Yeah, because for the rest of the show, they're pretty uh, user-friendly, except, you know, the language and insinu- innuendo and insinuation, A lot of innuendo, yeah. But having them sit there in a sperm bank, you know, knowing that they're just going to go do it for money, and because they think their sperm is the most, best, is the most uh, valuable sperm out there, it just kind of would rub people the wrong way. Yeah, so <laughs> I thought that was interesting because I remember true. seeing the pilot episode when it first came out, and that was in there. And then when I saw it on a rerun, it was like, "Wait a minute, where's that scene?" 
I would have been the same way because yeah. I remember stuff like that. I'll take no go. That's interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. So okay. So um, on the other side, Pinterest came out with the best throwback Halloween costumes, and this was done by a poll of what people think they're going to do if uh -huh. they're going to do a throwback retro. So, number one, Steve Urkel. Oh, 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 that'd be good. That is a good one. You can see a lot of people going all different ways with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that one a lot. I was like, yep. Urkel was one of the great characters ever. Yep. He was just so <laughs> unique. And, and He was supposed to actually, he was written to be just a minor character mm -hmm. and uh, maybe phased out after a season. Yeah. But he, <laughs> he became so popular that the show was... Started getting built around. Was him. it like what was the name of it? Was it Family Matters or no? Was it Family Matters? I think it was Family Matters. I get those confused. But everybody always said, "Oh, I'm watching Urkel." Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's what everyone said. They never said the name. Excuse me. Family Matters or whatever it was. Like us yeah. not knowing is telling everything, but us knowing Urkel's name mm -hmm. is telling everything. So number two. Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah. Pet Detective. Yeah. yeah, that was popular. And that was great. I mean, that's when Jim Carrey got away from being Fire Marshal Bill. Fire, I can't speak tonight. Fire, Fire Marshal Bill, Bill on, on uh, uh, Living Color. On In Living Color, yeah. Which was, In Living Color is not just a rock band, but anyone that wouldn't know In Living Color series wouldn't know In Living <laughs> Color rock band either. Yeah. So... Let's see, the series color. was in Living Color. The band was just Living Color. That's right. Yeah, but That's they still right. had a legal battle over the over the name. They did. But uh, the show in Living Color, that was the Wayan Brothers. Yep. Um, and Living Color, the band, sung Cult of Personality, yes. which was really their only hit. Yeah. But they were very, very talented. They're all-black oh, yeah. rock band. Hard Vernon rock band Reed. that wasn't so cool um, or whatever or so pronounced or whatever. The, the drummer Willie Calhoun, mm -hmm. oh monster drummer, he is so good. Singer, uh, and, I mean all of it. The yeah. guitarist, uh, what was the guitarist name? Was that was the guitarist Vernon Reed? No, Glover, something Glover. Yeah, it wasn't Danny Glover. No, uh, but Vernon yeah. Reed was the singer. Yeah, and then wasn't Roger Glover. No, no. Oh, yeah. I'm blanking on that, but yeah. No, it was something Glover, but anyhow, very talented band. But yeah. um, uh, In Living Color was a very funny show. It had all the Wayman, the Wayan brothers. Mm -hmm. They started in it, and so did uh, Jim Carrey and some other people. I can't think yeah. of them all. They had the Fly Girls. Yeah, yeah, the Fly Girls, yeah. Dance. There were a lot of top-notch comedians that cut their teeth in that show. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was kind of... Uh, a real uh, this is hatchery for, for talent and, and new the, stars to come out. The TV network Fox was only in existence for maybe eight years or even maybe less than that. Yeah. they just The Fox really started with like the Simpsons Fox Network, like Fox 4 here yeah. in Kansas City. And the Simpsons started. were a spinoff from the Tracy Ullman Tracy show. Ullman show. <laughs> And yeah. Tracy Ullman was on Fox the year before. Yeah. Tracy Ullman did okay, but not that well. And The Simpsons, which is still going. Yeah, amazingly enough. Yeah. 
uh, cut its teeth in the first of Fox. That and this show called 21 Jump Street. Oh, yeah. It started off with Richard Grieco, but no one would know his name because he quit to do movies, but he never got these movies. Oh. And then a young man by the name of Johnny Depp replaced him. Johnny who? I, I, I've never heard Depp, you say? I've never heard Depp. No, Dare? Johnny Dare, was that it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no, 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 it was yeah. Depp, yeah. Little did he know he would go on to have his bed crapped in by Amber Heard. Yes. <laughs> who would then blame the dog. What bothers me more about that whole damn... This is what bothers me about that whole damn trial was. Johnny Depp's lack of personality drives me insane. Yeah. So uh, we were uh, sitting on the bed, and I would say we were approximately uh, about one foot apart. Yes, I would say that. Yeah, that's probably about right. No inflection, nothing. Yeah. That's what all the good actors, they don't have a personality. That's how come they can assume all these personalities. Yeah. He drives me insane the way he talks. He seems like such a cool guy. I want him to come out there and go, yeah, yeah, it was really fucking gnarly, guys. I woke up, and that bitch shit my bed. I mean, it was just like, oh, it smelled like liquid ass. Someone sprayed it on my face. And then I said, bitch, clean your shit up. And she threw it at me. You know, I mean, like nothing monkey like in the zoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, and then now Johnny Depp is with his attorney, who was married. Oh, the hot chick attorney, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, isn't that fucked? <laughs> so, anyhow, before we get too far away here, right. um, number three, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember old Buzz? Yeah. That was cool. That, that movie Lightyear just didn't do very well. No, it didn't. But he was tanked. a cool. He was a cool ass character. He yeah. did Coca Cola commercials. Remember? Oh yeah. For a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then Buzz Lightyear drank and liked Coca Cola. So, and they really needed the booze because this is after the Pepsi challenge, mm-hmm. and Pepsi claimed they went all over schools and businesses and they did this Pepsi challenge. They have product A and product B. And two glasses with co- with uh, cola in them. Yeah. And you pick which one you like best. Yeah. And overwhelmingly, people supposedly pick Pepsi. Yeah. And so the Pepsi Challenge took a big bite out of Coca-Cola. Yeah. So bad that they had to like uh, have Buzz Lightyear and um, uh, what's his name, uh, the old man, uh, the comedian, uh, Jello Pudding Pop guy that likes, uh, likes uh, doing Bill Cosby. They had him do commercials. Oh, wow. I forgot that. Yeah. yeah. Bill Cosby, the Amazing. one who was in prison for heinous stuff, but then got out somehow, yes. miraculously, just kind of, <laughs> yeah. he just one day just found himself outside of prison. Hey, he has what do rehabilitated you know? himself in yes. the eyes yes. of the world. Um, numbers, number, um, Number five, Diane from Clueless. Remember the movie Clueless? Yeah. I don't know why it's not the blonde. Uh, um, what was her name? No, that's Cher. Shit. Jenny McCarthy, was that it? Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Yep. What was her character's name? Was her name Cher? Could have been. Yeah. And then she had one been. named Diane after yeah. Diane Carroll or Diane Cannon. Yeah, yeah. I think it, yeah, I think it was Cher. Yeah. Um, number six. Dalla and Jane? 
I don't know that I don't one. have a clue. Number six, Derek Zoolander. Oh, okay. Ben Stiller movie. Yep. <laughs> that would be distinctive. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would be very cool. Number uh, seven, David Bowie in Labyrinth. Not just David Bowie, oh, but in yeah. Labyrinth. Yeah, in the movie. Oh, huh. That would be impressive. Yep. Number eight, Bill Lumberg from Office Space. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that guy was the the corporate tool that you despised. Yes. That that's a good one, man. Anyone that would get that would just die laughing. Yeah. Office space is so fun. Number nine. Vincent Vega and Mia Wallace from Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, that that's a great couple's costume. That is. That is, that really is brilliant right there. Yeah. I love that. And uh Another one would be Vincent and uh, Jules. Yes. His 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 hitman part friend. His partner. hitman friend. Yes. That would be another good couple costume. I would love to see. Yeah, yeah that would be great. Uh, number eleven, Stick Stickley. Ah, I, I don't have a clue. Don't either. know who Stick Stickley is. So. Oh, I love number eleven. <clears throat> okay. Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that's another good couple costume. Yep. But yeah, that's then that's easy to do. It's just kind of clothing and maybe a wig. Yeah. For Jay, you know, the long blonde hair. Yeah. And you'd probably get it just by the dynamic of them two. Uh-huh. I, I mean, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, let's see. Number 12, Crumb and Awe from Real Monsters. Mm, I must have missed that one. Next. Too. Next. <laughs> yeah. Thirteen. I love this one. Drew Carey and Mimi. Oh, crazy. Remember of Drew Carey's show? Yeah. Mimi the fat bitch with the rainbow colored uh eye shadow yeah. or whatever. Always making fun of him. I'm sorry, the uh um uh, um what were you uh, voluptuous? There we go, oh, Rubenesque. Rubenesque. <laughs> Curvy. Curvy, yeah. Yeah, you know, isn't it funny how a woman is not fat, she's large and voluptuous and, and beautiful. But a guy, oh, he's just a fat slob. Actually, that's changing. It I've, is? I've heard women talking at work in other places, mm -hmm. and, and there's a lot of chubby chasers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of became a thing, and uh, they're they're called bears, just oh, like the gay okay. community calls them bears. Yeah, they're like uh, go find a big bear somewhere yeah. to cuddle with. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was, I was. But confused. before that, it was the man was just a slob. Yeah, I think in, in advertising, mm -hmm. the guy is still just a fat, ugly, fat oaf. But oh, yeah. the woman, it's you know, oh, celebrate your curves. Your body, your everything. Be proud. Be self-assured. But yeah. if you're a guy, lose weight now. Get That's this right. you know, man-boosting formula and burn that fat off. Yes, and if any of you don't like this talk, <laughs> refer to our new spot that says, you know, we are swimming in our toxic masculinity. That's true. And we're That's wiping true. our ass with politically correct <laughs> wash rags. So there you go. It's all right there. 
So eat a dick if you don't like. I got I got another one. Eat a pile of dicks. Yeah. Like, take this big uh, duffel bag full of dicks, throw it on the ground, and eat all of them. Some of them are like rhinoceros dicks. Yeah. yeah. Some are crocodile dicks. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few dog dicks in there. Yeah. Yeah. There's. Virtually every type of dick you yeah, can think there's of. There's a private there. dick in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. There's, dick there's and a chain. dick in Jane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyhow, eat a pile of them, okay? Yes. <laughs> Number 15, I like this one a lot too. The French Prince of Bel Air and Carlton. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's... Not, just, not just the French Prince, but yeah, also, Carlton. also Carlton. So he can slap Carlton. Yeah. A bunch. Well, Fresh Prince is getting a reboot too. They're going to start. Yeah. They're going to redo that show. I think that's why and, it's on this list. They're going to make it more, you know, gritty and violent and dark and you know. Yeah, and yeah, it's going to be thuggish. Emotionally gritty. Yo, 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 baby, bitch. Come was, here. There's no, going to be, you know, a lot less of the goofy, happy, silly. Yeah. 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 It's anyway. I think they. I think they shoot we'll heroin into each other's dick hole. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they do. I read I read a script. The script landed in my lap, and they shoot each other's heroin into each the dick hole into each other's dick hole. Uh, never Lord help me from ever wanting something that bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the reason they do it in the dick holes because their PO officer won't see needle marks. Yeah, that's marks. true. He ain't gonna check up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Number sixteen. Doctor Evil and Mini Me. Oh wow. Yeah. I like that one a lot, too. <clears throat> that should be fairly easy. A bald cap. Yep. Uh, a little scar. And then uh, any kind of silver clothing. Yep. That should work pretty well, yeah. Yeah. Let's see why not. Oh, let's see. You've got more oh. stuff, don't you? Um... Flip through my page of wonderfulness here. <laughs> it's kind of a, kind of a lot of nice hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. <laughs> oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. <sighs> Man, that smells. 